Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of Bucketheads Land Grants Holy Lands College Basketball Podcast. My name is Connor Lamans, and it is late. It is past midnight on Wednesday night. Technically, it is now Thursday. I just got home from Ohio State's 85-74 victory over the Towson Tigers in the Schottenstein Center. Uh, EJ Liddell did not have a great night. I believe he had 17 points. I'm sorry, he had 15 points. Um, on three of six shooting, but he got in some foul trouble, only played 24 minutes. It really was Kyle Young, Justin Arns, Zed Key. It, it was the rest of the guys that made the difference tonight for the Buckeyes in a game that was uh, pretty close at half. They led by one point at halftime, uh, stretched it out in the second half, but never really led by more than nine or 10 for most of the second half. After the game, we spoke to Chris Holtman, Zed Key, and Kyle Young about the victory. Um, Kyle Young stretched his three-point shooting streak to six straight threes made. He is now at just over 50% on the season. This is a guy that did not shoot any threes as like a freshman or sophomore. This is a brand new part of his game, and it's really opening things up for guys like Zed Key down low. So we've got the full audio from the press conference. If this is something that you enjoy, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your music and podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you use, whenever there's a home game and we have somebody in attendance, usually that's me, we're gonna try to get the audio from the press conference and get that to you guys um, immediately afterwards. So thank you for listening. And without further ado, here is our press conference with Holtman, Kyle Young, and Zed Key. We just need to raise our level of intensity. You know, we came out there um, just kind of like back to days of in the first half. Um, you know, turning the ball over, defensively not pressuring them like we wanted to. They were getting way too many easy buckets. Um, you know, we got to give a lot of credit to them because you know they came ready to play. Um, they played really hard, um, offensively and defensively. So we just had to tune some things up at halftime and uh, come out playing harder. When did you feel like the second half finally started to turn for you? Um, I think we were able to string a few stops uh, together, uh, get a few buckets, and I think it was right after the first war. Um, but, you know, that, that was just from us, you know, like I said, raising our level of intensity, um, playing harder. Um, offensive rebounds, we got some of those early in the first half, which we didn't have many in the, uh, or in the second half. We didn't have many in the first half, um, so that was huge for us. Can you talk about just all the threes you're knocking down recently? Because <laughs> they seem to be going in for you. It looks like you're... 
you know, you're getting back that, that momentum that you had in the Purdue game last year in the Big Ten tournament, of course, do you feel like you're really hitting your stride right now and talk about your confidence in knocking down those outside shots as well? Yeah, I mean, it's been feeling good. You know, um, it helps when, you know, you got teammates that, you know, believe in you and have confidence in you, coaches that want you to shoot the ball. Um, so, you know, just getting back into this rhythm um, has been nice. Um, you know, seeing some go, go through the net, and uh, I'm just going to keep keep working on it, keep getting reps up, and uh, keep shooting it. And you guys were really excited to see uh, Justin. You know, he had, he had like 10 straight points there in one stretch, and you guys were all excited, you know, on the bench as well for him. What's it do for you guys' team when, when he's hitting those threes as well as we know that he can? Um, it opens up a lot for us. You know, our teams can't really double when he's hitting because if they leave him, you know, I'm just gonna, we're just going to throw it back out and he's going to hit. So, um, you know, it's good when he's, when he's shooting and he's shooting it well. Um, especially tonight, he was hitting everything, and you know, I'm proud of him. I'm glad that he was hitting it. Uh, just keep shooting. We've been telling him to shoot. If he's open, a little, if he's a little bit open, shoot it. Like you know, he's one of the best shooters in the Big Ten, so in the country, so I'll shoot it. When you two are on the floor together, how do you guys kind of complement each other? Because I don't know if you know, you'd have looked at what you guys' skill sets are when you both got here mm -hmm. and thought, oh yeah, those two guys should be on the floor together. So how do you yeah. guys kind of complement? I mean, you know, we both um, low post guys most of the time. Um, in my career, I've been mainly low post, but recently, you know, trying to get out on the arc a little bit, um, spread teams out. And he's so good down low, we're gonna, we want to keep him down there. We want to keep him posting, you know, almost the whole possession. So, uh, you know, just letting him work down low, trying to get him as many open looks as possible. Um, you know, it just really helps our team, especially the way he rebounded the ball tonight, too. I was telling him um, it's huge for us. You know, it's going to help us take that extra step that we need. Uh, so, yeah. You, you've taken some guys off the dribble today. Uh, you dribbled to your legs once, which kind of caught me off guard. Can you just talk me, elaborate just on that the expansion of your game? And you're not a perimeter player, but obviously you've shown that you can do some perimeter stuff when needed mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, I mean, just feeling good. It's stuff I've worked on. Um, long summer, you know, putting together a lot of days, a lot of hours. Um, just working on things that, you know, I consider my weaknesses before, which, um, you know, I was always, you know, just defensive minded, you know, getting rebounds, stuff like that. I wanted to expand my offensive game a little bit. Um, so I was working on a lot of ball handling and a lot of shooting as well. So uh, just seeing it pay off a little bit is nice. Um, you know, got to continue working and hopefully, you know, keep uh, making strides in those areas. Uh, where did the motivation to expand your game in those ways come from? Um, I mean, just wanted to get better. Um, you know, last year, just having a few of those games where I was able to showcase, um, you know, a little bit of that, especially at the end of the year against Purdue, um, you know, just, you know, made me want, you know, want to work on those things that much, that much more. So um, just kind of really focused on it this summer. And like I said, it, it really helps when you have teammates and coaches that, you know, really put, you know, confidence in you and, you know, want you to shoot the ball, want you to make plays like that. So, um, yeah. And for either of you, you guys have games like the second half against Duke. Some of these games where, where you guys look like world beaters tonight, that first half. I mean, how do you explain kind of the juxtaposition of you know the, the level of opponent maybe playing down or up to to that opponent? Um, I, we were talking about that as a team. You know, we uh, coming out slow um, a little bit and you know giving teams like hope that they are light that they can come in and and, and play with us. So I think we just got to get better as a team. You know, coming out from the from the jump. You know, on our on our horse and just just keep going. Um, you know, we definitely gotta get better at um, at that as a team. So I think we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Seth, it, it's obvious. Uh, it's weird playing lots of late night tip offs 
in the middle of the week, sometimes against a non-conference team. I mean, I know you guys had to create your own juice a lot last year because yeah. you were in empty arenas. Is that a conscious thought where, where you guys are thinking to yourself like, hey, we got to figure out a way to, to create our own energy because it's late, you know, the, the crowd might not be as into it on a night like this. I mean, is that something that consciously goes through your head at all? Um, I think it may be a little bit. Um... You know, the fans are still, the fans are hype anyway. Uh, you know, they were, the Buckeye Nation was there tonight, you know, so we had energy from them. But, you know, um, coming from last year, like, we had to create our own, our own energy because there was no fans, really. So, you know, I think that speaks on our culture and you know, how we're just always happy for everybody. And whenever something good happens, you know, uh, we're always cheering. So, you know, we always have energy on the bench, um, cheering, and, you know, the fans just give, give us an extra boost. Kyle, how about on your side, man? I mean, the, the choice to come back for this year. Mm -hmm. Now you're 10 games in, right? Yeah. I know you're enjoying the season and you've got uh, a little bit of a body of work to, to go off of here, but is this living up to what you hoped it would now that you're, you know, a good five, six weeks into the season? Yeah, I mean, you know, coming into this season, we knew we had some young guys and then we had a lot of old guys, a lot of experience. So, um, you know, it's just really about building that chemistry, um, bringing those younger guys along. Um, and we've had some like games early in the season that um, are really going to help us later on in the season because they've been close down to the wire. Um, we've learned a lot from them. So, yeah, I would say it's, I would say it's living up um, you know, to the hype or whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, we got a lot of room uh, to go. Uh, just got it you know, one day at a time, that's what I always say. Um, continue to bring those younger guys along and as older guys, you know, share those experiences with them as well. How are you feeling? Good. I mean, I'm feeling, um, you know, almost back to, you know, 100%, just still, you know, little things here and there. But um, for the most part, my body feels good, you know, no leg problems, nothing like that. So, feeling good. Kyle, obviously, you're not used to coming off the bench uh, for this team. And, I, uh -huh. and I'm curious, does your mindset change? Especially, it seems like, depending on the situation in the game, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, molding yourself into what Ohio State needs mm -hmm. at that moment, whether it's, you know, a defensive presence in the paint, uh, mm -hmm. an offensive guy from three. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this role that you're in currently is kind of expanding your versatility a little bit, or how do you, how do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of hit on it because um, it's not something I think about, though, like, you know, not starting. It's just, you know, um, just want to be able to give the team, you know, whatever I can in the moment. So just kind of what you hit on. Um, so, you know, when my number is called, you know, coach knows I'm going to go out there and, you know, give him 110% every time. Um, and, you know, coming off the bench, already seeing, you know, the guys, you know, play like the first war or whatever it is, you know, it kind of gives me, um, you know, that time to see how the game's going, you know, what, what we need to improve on, you know, after that first war. So, um, you know, it's not something I think about, you know, I'm just going to give coach, you know, whatever he needs when uh, I go into the game. So, I mean, is, it, is it different when you're like, because tonight it wasn't as much as, you know, of a paint issue. It was more of, okay, I'm going to take control offensively. I'm going to mm -hmm. kind of beat them from deep. I'm going to continue just to be that physical presence, like, offensively. I mean, was that a mindset shift, or is it just kind of how the game came? Yeah, it's just, you know, uh, going with the flow, um, you know, taking what they're giving me. So, you know, I was, I, I was seeing, you know, a few different times um, there was big driving lane. So, you know, just hitting those gaps. Um, and, you know, that's credited to, you know, our offensive spacing, you know, Zed sealing people, um, all that. And then, there, you know, the times I was open at three, I was just, you know, I'm shooting them. So uh, feeling confident there, too. So just, you know, taking what was open and, uh, you know, not really forcing anything, just letting the game come to me.
That's got to be the last question, guys. Coach is on his way. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, uh, good team we played. Give Towson a lot of credit. I think uh, they're a good team. I think they're going to have a really good season. I think they're as good as uh, any really mid-major team we played uh, here in our in our four years. <clears throat> and um, you know, we got some things we got to work on. But I give our guys credit. I thought we played with more just force and energy um, in the second half, and we needed to. Questions. In the first half, do you feel you were getting your best shot or were guys settling? Uh, we were settling a little bit too much. Yeah, I think we were settling a little too much. I think uh, we can get a little three happy at times for sure because <clears throat> we've got guys that can make threes. Uh, we can be a little too finesse, and I just think that's a thing we got to constantly work on. Was this a night where you saw some benefit then from having a player like Zed? Because it seemed like at times you were able to force it and to hit down low and you got you some buckets when things were getting tough. Yeah, he did. Uh, Zed, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, he really did. He, um, I thought he came in and gave us great uh, – uh, I thought he gave us great lift tonight. Um, especially in the first half, he really kept it kind of a one or two possession game, uh, had some great finishes. And he's benefited from the shooting that's around him because it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one coverage. And with Malachi, there was a stretch where he drove the basket a couple times. Yeah. Did you challenge him to do that? Did he finally did he read yes. the game and see that? Or, or what did you see in that moment? He's got to do that more. He's just he's a slight kid, um, good length, but he's just slight right now. He's a he's a baby. Uh, you know. Uh, so physically he's it's you know, he's just you can bump him off a spot. So he's gotta play with more force. He did that in the second half uh, early and it was it was critical force. He's got to rebound the ball better. Uh, I thought those two things he did in the second half really, really well. Coach, that late stretch from Justin when he had like 10 straight points, three straight threes in that four-point play, how important was that for you guys and, and how good did it feel to see Justin hit their shots? Yeah, I mean, Justin's shooting has been phenomenal. You know, it's just been phenomenal. He, he's, he's, he's really had a good year. He's really had a good year for us. Um, I know there's been, you know, a game or two where he wasn't his best, but he's, he's really had a good year. And... Uh, uh, you just got to keep getting better. I think 34 points now in the last two games for Kyle and then six for six from three from him. I know you've said multiple times that he's one of your guys' best three-point shooters in practice, but, you know, another game where he's knocking those shots down, just how big was that uh, for you guys again? Yeah, it's another, you know, and they, they, they really, their defense is good. They really gap you up. Um, I thought, uh, you know, Kyle, time and space, uh, he really shoots the ball well. He can really make threes. And... Um, I thought also he drove it at times tonight, which was really critical. Coach, speaking of Justin, have you talked to him post game? How's he doing? He's fine. Yeah, I think health wise, he's fine. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's fine. I think he just got popped on, on a drive, but he's fine. In terms of Kyle, just curious, what you like most about eighteen points, twenty four minutes? He's obviously efficient, but what what about his game tonight stood out to you? Hey, that's that's. What I thought he was really active in the second half. I did not think he was active in the first half. He made a three, but I just didn't think he was his normal active self. In the second half, I thought that he was the Kyle we know, driving it, rebounding it. He played 10 minutes the first half, didn't have a, a, a rebound. That's not the Kyle we know. Uh, the second half was, was who we know. Maybe something dumb here. 56% in the first half and 33 to 32. I don't know if those numbers necessarily add up when you shoot that well and you're saying that you guys didn't necessarily have the best shot selection. How do you explain that? 
didn't, you know, they got to the free throw line a few more times. I think they might have made one or two more threes. So in a 20-minute game, which is what that is, you know, that, and I think they had a, a few more offensive rebounds. So they had a few more shots. So in a game that's that's like that, where we're shooting it better than they are, that can, offensive rebounds, extra, extra shots, um, turnovers, um, and free throw attempts, if they have a little bit of an edge there, it can keep it close. And it was... EJ, I know he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, but seven turnovers tonight. He's got to turn over less. He's got to take better care of the ball. Bottom line, he's got to take better care of the ball. Um, you know, he's, the ball's in his hands a lot. Uh, he's he's got to do a better job taking He's got to be more sure with it, strong with it. It gets knocked loose from his hands too much. You know, he's he's got to get better in that area. Chris, uh, obviously you've played starters minutes, but he's not, I mean, he's coming off the bench really for the first time since his sophomore year. And I'm curious about his versatility, how important that is, especially with him coming in just in, in, in different situations it, over the course of, you know, in in gameplay really. And it, have you seen him develop a versatility in this role or how important it is? I think he's always been versatile. I think his shooting has increased his versatility now because he can now guard different positions. Um, and and play multiple positions uh, offensively. Um, he's not as one-dimensional as he was early in his career where he was really a rim runner and long post guy and layup maker. Well, now he's a three-point shooter. Um, uh, I think his versatility defensively has always been something we've, we've really liked. He can guard bigger guys. He can guard smaller guys, even though he's not super long. Listen, he's a, he's a really good player. It's why... Every time he's out, we miss him. And, you know, we had a pretty big game last year where, where we missed him. Uh, he's a really good player. He provides a lot for us. What, what do you feel like his role, will his role increase when it comes to Big Ten play? Will he only get more important as the season goes on? Or, or? I, don't, I don't, it's hard to see in the future. I think he's, he's going to continue to uh, play an important role. That's what I would say, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. Coach, you guys got into the double bonus with like about six, seven minutes yeah. left in the second half. When that happens so early in the game, how much does that change maybe the way you approach your offense? Uh, I mean, it's we, it says we're attacking more, and we were not in the first half, and we were in the second half, and that's, uh, <clears throat> and they're a team that can be a little foul prone, so it was critical for us to be able to get to the foul line and get there earlier, and then we made our free throws for the most part tonight, which uh, was great to see from from our guys. Chris, you had the early run, twelve nothing or whatever, and, and they called timeout. Um, what were you, what were you saying to your guys in, in a timeout like that when you know it's not going to go that easily yeah. all game? Yeah, I watched them too much. I've watched this team too much to know that that, that wasn't going to be the case. They've got a really competitive group, um, so we were just really talking about winning, winning the next possession. I, I knew that they're, they're too good. They're they're a talented mid major, and they're they're really a competitive group. They're well coached. So I, I figured, you know, they were going to come back with some bite, and they did. Is it hard to get that message across sometimes when things are going well? And, I mean, I, don't know, I feel like sometimes maybe a team might tune something like that out. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I think, you know, and I give EJ and Justin and Kyle, Jamari a lot of credit because um, I think they had a real healthy, honest respect, uh, as they should, for, for this Towson team. And uh, the moment you don't, um, you know, uh, so I don't think that they, you know, looked at that 12-0 run and said, hey, this is what it's going to be like the whole game. I think they knew that they were going to need to, to, to play well and play well in stretches. And, you know, we, we played poorly at times. I think our energy picked up in the second half.
uh, as it needed to, but again, give them credit. And Cedric watched the second half of the t-shirt, did he get, was he available or did something happen to him? No, I, no I, he, would, he was at his normal uniform run, yeah. I thought I saw him in a t-shirt. Yeah, no, it was normal, normal attire. Kyle told us that this summer especially he worked on the different parts of his game, handling the ball a bit more, obviously the shooting. Was there ever a conversation you had with him about expanding the game beyond what he was doing for you guys the first three years or so he was here? Yeah, we always wanted him to extend this his uh, perimeter game a little bit, which includes shooting and ball handling. We've been on him to do that really the last couple years. So, you know, I think um, that that's always been something that we've we've tried to uh, do and help develop with with our guys. He's bought into that, um, and he got he's gotten better every year with it. And with respect to every opponent, you have games like the second half against Duke where you guys mm -hmm. look like you can't be stopped. You have the first half today, the second half today, I mean, the first game of the season. How do you explain kind of the juxtaposition of this team? Is this just the learning process of new guys and some young guys and whatnot, or is it more than that? Oh, I think it's the natural progression of most every team in college basketball, really, to be honest with you. I don't think that's unique to us. I think every team has um, – uh, maybe some teams are a little bit more of a finished product right now than we are. Uh, but uh, we're very much a work in progress. But I also think it's the natural progression for most teams in college basketball that um, you're going to have stretches of games and moments in games where you don't look your best, and then you're going to have moments uh, in games where um, uh, you've got to raise your level of play. Um, and I thought we did that. And, uh, you know, certainly the energy in the building was different uh, tonight than it was uh, last week, but uh, it's all, it's incumbent upon us to, to, to be consistent with our energy and, and our approach, and I, uh, that's that's on me. I don't think we were that way enough tonight. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>